worth it with me, yo We don't have to fight Stay for a cup of coffee now And it'll be alright You're listening to Catholic Coffee on the Morning Courtesy of Anchor It's free and easy to use If you want to be like us, just use Anchor Good, Good morning, everybody to the final episode of Catholic Coffee in the Morning for this semester. There we go. Season one. Season, season one, one, baby. Yeah. Woo. Season we're gonna finale. We're going to end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think our listeners would appreciate that. That would be very... I would appreciate it. I would. I like a good old cliffhanger. I don't know. I don't know how we could end you like, this particular I, podcast with a cliffhanger. Though. I guess we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> On the next season of Catholic Coffee in the Morning. <laughs> right. We could have like a little trailer over Christmas break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the people hype anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Make them look forward to it. All right, uh, Peter, what are you um, consuming this oh, morning? Um, coffee. Oh. Just coffee. Really? Straight, no creamer today. Um, out of the mug that says where God guides he provides i had mm-hmm. this one earlier on in the podcast and they're returning bringing, bringing it back return of the prodigal yeah uh, melanie do you have anything today yeah oh and i have chocolate chip waffles sorry <laughs> i have a banana you have a nice. banana nice gotta get those guys <laughs> is there any liquid in your diet currently oh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, pop, pop, popcorn, somebody. We got three <laughs> options. Uh, me, Jake, um, and Meg. Uh, Jake. Yeah. All right, so I'm drinking donut shop coffee out of Ooh. my old Sacramento train coffee mug. And I had a sausage, egg, and cheese muffin with Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh. And now popcorn Zachary. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my usual black dog coffee mug. This thing is. Quite literally, the best thing ever. Mm. And um, I have, um, I don't know, donut shop? What is it donut? You have Folgers. I, I have Folgers coffee right? with <laughs> a ton of Nestle creamer. Just a lot. It's it's a lot. Oh. Mm. Um, Margaret. What are you eating? Oh, I'm eating a um, Jimmy Dean. My bad. English uh, muffin breakfast sandwich. Nice. Start out your day with a healthy <laughs> uh, TM. This, we just turn into an infomercial. Yeah. Right. I am drinking donut chop as mm. well with mm. French vanilla creamer, and I'm having a Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwich, but I'm having the croissant. Ooh, croissant version. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Although yeah. I haven't had a bite yet. But I know they're usually good. I had, I had just like a little bite. Yeah, that's so that's been... kind of on brand for us. Mm-hmm. Jake's already finished, and then you've had a bite, and I've had zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As is to be expected. You know, we got to keep keep the trends going. Big, big yeah. dogs got to eat, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what my uh, folks missionary always does. Dogs we're missing the Joan and Joe's coffee this morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the same. That, that's why yeah. we're so still kind of, I yeah. feel like... Right. Still trying to get started. Gonna, yep. That's how I'm going to spend my break. Getting us sponsorships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll happen one way or another, you know? 
every day too. Man, next season to be sponsored, that'd be, that'd be something. Mm -hmm. I think we might be getting a little ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> oh no, we're international podcasts. We are worldwide. We're Kenya. in six different nations. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. I, we thank you. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys talk about last night during Bible study? I wasn't there, so... R.I.P. Yeah, mm. uh, I, I died within their hearts, but I came back alive, and now I'm here. Ah. Good. Yes. <laughs> Is that genetics studying? Terribly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the test today is going to be difficult, mm. to say the least. Yeah, it'll be... I'll probably die today. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. So last so. night, <laughs> yeah, last night was our last Bible study. We did a little bit of John fifteen, mm -hmm. the vine and the branches, and it was an overall reflection of the semester wrapping up, Advent, mm -hmm. and then we did some reflection questions about how the semester was mm -hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it went pretty good, you know. It was one so of those. It was one of the. It was one of those um, semesters that it was. It looking back, it was long, mm -hmm. but it went really fast. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. That it did. So it, you you got the dichotomy of mm -hmm. opposing um, situations. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the what we always say at camp is that the days are long, but the weeks are short. Yeah, that's exactly. So that's long. exactly how I felt this whole semester. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because I, sure. like, think back, because I was thinking the yesterday during Bible study about yeah. the time that the three of us went to Taco Bell yeah. and then also Burger King to get that pie, mm -hmm. and that was in August. Like, that was so long ago. Was that before the podcast? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was when Bible study was just the three of us, and yesterday was... there were 12 of us. Yeah. By 12? the grace of God, yeah. There were 11 and then me, so 12. Wow. It was just crazy. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit has... Giving out just abundant graces. Everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just permeated. Just right. Osmosis going on, you know? Yeah. That net diffusion. Yeah, net diffusion. <laughs> oh, wow. Be everywhere. Oh, wow. Okay. I think we might be studying biology. Right. Too much. I was like, when you start bringing up net diffusion, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think we're, we're, we're studying it enough. Hey, we're I learning we need, something, aren't we? <laughs> I think sure. we, need, we need more... Um, Need more biology. More biology. Yeah. More biology. Mm -hmm. We are biology. <laughs> biology is us. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite the din. Um Speaking of biology, the vine and the branches. Uh, <laughs> that one came to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like um, a branch. Huh? All right, Peter. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Peter. starts off with thoughts. Branch. Yeah, vines. Uh, <laughs> us. There are actually kind of several <laughs> interesting thoughts from the passage last night regarding the vine and the branches, um, and of course I'm, I'm struggling to come up with some of them. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, there. I, I know it was starting at eleven for me in there, which was um, we have a Bible here. Oh. Um, I have told you that, so, 
Sorry, I can't read. Copy hasn't hit yet. <laughs> I have told you this so that my joy in, may be in you and that your and your joy may be complete. Um, and then that was... 15 was, uh, sorry, it's, it's, it's like continuous multiple. No, I thought that, you were just going to read that one, one to, passage, to the end, but, so. um, but he also says, I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I've called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. Um, I don't know. So those, those things kind of stood out to me a little bit because, um, I don't know. I just kind of related that to, um, some of my friendships with non-Catholic friends, um, or even just interactions with, uh, strangers or people at work or whatever it is. Um, basically it, it to me, it was like showing me how Jesus speaks to us, um, and shares, uh, the Lord's love and the faith with us. Um, and how, um, kind of relating back to last, the last podcast, two weeks ago, we talked about the different types of friendships and, um, basically there's like the virtuous friendship, which is kind of like the ideal. And that's, um, I think what Jesus is talking about there as the friend, you know, is, you know, everything, but then there's the servant that he mentions too, which I think kind of relates to the other two types of friendships, which kind of serve some sort of purpose. Um, and so obviously we want to work towards those, those virtuous friendships. Um, and it's not to say that the other types aren't good, but you know, they kind of serve a purpose. Um, and they don't really go much deeper than that. Um, but again, I think those, you know, parts in this passage to me spoke to, um, just wanting to share that joy with others. And if we share what we do know of the faith, what we know of, um, Jesus and what we know of the, the father and the Holy spirit, you know, if we share all of that with a friend, then that is what makes them, you know, shift from being like a friend that serves some purpose to a true friend that knows everything that, you know, you know, you really are fully sharing, I guess, the Lord's love and, and the faith in that way. Yeah. And when you, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about, um, I, I was kind of going along the same route as you in, in my thinking It's it's like, we are so interconnected with Jesus and like, we're, we're so dependent on him that if we try to break away and try to like grow on our own, it ends up that we just end up withering. And we're like, oh, I can make it. And we break off and we grow for a little bit. And we're like, oh, I'm doing great. And then we it just, everything comes down and we start withering and all that because we are made to be a part of him and we're made to need his help. So uh, being a branch without the vine and trying to grow without the the like main source of our nutrients and our water and all that, like, he gives us what we need to both survive and grow. And I don't know. I was just thinking about that when Peter was going through all of the passages and everything like that. Yeah. This cool image came to my mind of Jesus being this huge branch and we're like, there's just millions of like branches connected. Like we're all so interconnected. And like every time we receive communion, we're united with Christ. But we're not only united with Christ, we're united with every other Catholic throughout the world who's mm -hmm. receiving communion. 
So we're all like so connected through this one branch. Even of Jesus. Jesus. It's Real so nice. cool. And like as soon as that branch is connected, disconnected, you know, it kind of like withers and falls. Mm-hmm. I think one part of it was like, you can do nothing except through me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's just, that really spoke to me because like, you can't really help anyone else if you're not first connected to the branch mm-hmm. itself. Because then, you know, you're like all withered and dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't really do it. branch ain't going to do right. much. It ain't going to grow no fruit. That. The thing will just grow dirt. It'll grow dirt. <laughs> it'll, it'll become grow dirt. Yeah, it'll become <laughs> dirt. It will become dirt, so it does serve a purpose. Yeah. I have yeah, a couple like, thoughts yeah. off of that. One thing that, like, my family says, my great uncle used to say all the time, like, I'll see you in the Eucharist. So, mm-hmm. like, like you were saying, when you're receiving the Eucharist, like, you get to see the other people who are attached to the vine Mm -hmm. um but then you also get to see the people who have died who are in heaven Mm, um so that's super cool it's like Mm. just feeling that solace i guess of like oh i get to see like my family members who Mm. are in heaven if Mm. like when i'm receiving the eucharist um and then also when you were saying that like when we aren't attached we can't bear fruit basically Mm -hmm. and like the more that we receive the eucharist then the more I don't know, we just become closer to the vine. Um, Yeah, it was like what I was talking about yesterday with the pruning, um, that we try to attach all these like outside worldly things to us. Mm. And then it like makes our branch really, really heavy. And then we're going to detach from the vine. And then we can't obviously thrive Mm. on without the vine. So like that's what this pruning process is, is that it can be really painful to get these things taken off of us but Mm -hmm. in order to bear fruit we need to be pruned and in and it also will help us bear more fruit and better Um, fruit and better Mm -hmm. fruit yeah just all around good things you know right i kind of think with the with that like the branch may even so if if you're the branch you know you might it's not even necessarily just bringing in outside things that Mm -hmm. would weigh down the branch and not Mm -hmm. bear fruit but from that branch itself might grow um, these unnecessary unnecessary things. things. You know, you might seem like you're growing in various ways, or like you're um, spending a lot of time doing one thing or another. And it's it's like this branch, your branch is growing, but mm-hmm. it's not bearing fruit because it's not what God wants you to be doing. Um, and so those things that are extra in your life that aren't what God wants you to do, that's like all of the things that add up to being, um, what needs to be pruned Mm -hmm. so that it's not pulling away all that energy, all those nutrients from the branches that will bear fruit. Um, he's like, you have too many small branches, cut them off. Mm -hmm. You just need these, these, these big ones. Like, come on, Mel, what are your thoughts on, um, branches? My thoughts on branches. <laughs> With general feelings towards branches. I love branches. how you always will try and rope Melanie in by saying the most obscure word out <laughs> yeah, of yeah, all yeah, the yeah. thoughts we just gave you. <laughs> what are your thoughts specifically on branches? <laughs> and she's like, what are my thoughts on branches? Yeah, branches. <laughs> okay, you got it, Melanie. Branches, whatever whatever thoughts about what you were saying, what we were all saying. Pruning. All yeah. of the branch things. <laughs> <laughs> I think we get the idea. Melody? <laughs> so I think something that you mentioned 
uh, at Bible study, and what I feel like connects to kind of what I was thinking is uh, Advent, and um, how, like, so being the, the branches kind of reminds me of during Advent remembering to to stay close to the vine and to prepare for uh, Christmas. And it's not just like a time of like enjoying the holidays. It's more of a time of like preparing for the coming of Christ or for something mm-hmm. more important than mm-hmm. than just like, you know, fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun time. Right. It's Advent is just so cool because it's a time of preparation. Um, like when a mom is pregnant, she's pregnant for nine months and she's got a lot of time to prepare. Mm-hmm. In the big scheme of things, nine months, not that long. But um, she knows and she gets to prepare. And so we know that Jesus is coming. So we get to prepare our hearts mm-hmm. like Mary prepare got to prepare. the soil. Right. Mm. Pretty much. Um, so like the more we prepare, the more enjoyable that Christmas is because Christmas is not about like all the things the secular world wants to tell you it's yeah. about. Um, it's about Jesus. And the cool thing about Catholicism is that unlike the secular world, Christmas is not one day. It's like mm-hmm. everyone's leading up to be really, really hype all in like November mm-hmm. and December. And then as soon as Christmas is over, Christmas is over. But not for Catholics. Like we get to prepare. Like, yeah, maybe this time like of Advent seems like less fun in quotes mm-hmm. because like we shouldn't be going crazy for Christmas yet um, because we get to prepare and then Christmas hits, and then we have such a long Christmas season, and then we have the epiphany, like everything, we have weeks of Christmas, Christmas is multiple weeks, so that's just, it's just so fun. Christmas. Right, Mm. and it's like when you're, you you know that feeling when you're like preparing a surprise party, or some surprise for someone that you really love, it's like, you're like really excited, you're like, oh, it's it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, and it's like, the surprise (laughs) is that the surprise that isn't really a surprise is that Jesus is going to be born. But you're like, mm. the whole time you're like, it's going to happen. It's going to be so awesome. And then yeah. it happens. And then you're like, oh my gosh, it did happen. <laughs> you're like, this no, is awesome. We made it. Yeah. We made it, boys. And so <laughs> girl. that's what we get to. <laughs> the safety <you> man. <laughs> and you get to prepare our hearts for Advent. I don't know why you said that. <laughs> boys and girl. Melanie's also here. We have uh, girls plural. I'm sorry, Mel. It's, it's just I can't physically see you, so it's... We, should, we should. I should get a picture of Melanie printed out yes. and just put it in a frame. Yes, that would be awesome. It's like uh, it, it's like her face, and then, and then just where her mouth is, put Candle. the phone, so it's <laughs> she's peeking through. So the that's, that's a horrifying image. That is horrifying. That that that'd be like the 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 plot of a horror movie. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Moving right now along. comes out through the phone, <clears throat> crawling. Uh, Whoa! Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> bring him back. Mel appears once every year to announce Advent. Advent is coming. Please stop. <laughs> Why are you sticking your hands in your pocket? There's a lot going on. Okay. I think for you only. I don't know. No one else seems to be having this issue. It's stress. <laughs> It's Speaking true. of stress, uh, um, good segue. that's relating to the end of the semester coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I myself am not a student, but 
there are many in this group that are and I'm slightly listeners stressed. potentially who are also students yeah. or in general just this time leading up to Christmas can be stressful yeah. um, and very busy. Um, anyway, so it's it's leading into that and the semester's coming to a close. And at least for us in this group, one of the things we talked about last night too is how um, basically, you know, it, it's made a big difference, I think, for several of us, if not everyone in this group, mm-hmm. um, helping each other grow, keeping each other on track and uh, praying together and doing all this great stuff. And it's it's like we're at the high point in our lives, you know, in that way, like we're just, you know, rolling with it. And it's mm-hmm. great. But then we go home on break. Right. And we don't have that group to, you know, build us up and um, hold things together, I guess, for like several weeks at least. Mm-hmm. And relating it to this passage is um, thinking about the vine being Jesus. And he is the source of all those nutrients, of all those good things. He's who we really need, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And so that doesn't change. And that's how we can go home and focus on that aspect of it and, you know, really just keep praying every day, um, read the Bible, keep our faith going, you know, go to mass, um, mm-hmm. maybe try to go to daily mass a couple times a week, um, if, if you can, and, um, just really dive, dive into it. Um, keep that going regardless of whether or not you're with that group, you know? Um, so that was one of the things we talked about too, leading into the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, apparent, uh, and especially um, with Advent here, mm-hmm. you got to remember to kind of de-stress sometimes and um, focus on focus on the the main thing. You know, mm-hmm. M- the main reason for the season. Amen. Mm-hmm. Keep Christ in Christmas. Yeah, right. the main thing. The main thing. They're trying to take him out of it. Don't let them. Oh, for sure. But yeah, like Advent is all about peace and silence and hope like just enjoy yeah like preparing. all the good things yeah another image is like when you're preparing for a party you like clean your house and you like set mm-hmm. all these decorations out and you make the food and all these things these mm-hmm. preparations um but like that's how we should we should be preparing our heart that way mm-hmm. so we should mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. like cleaning out our heart if you will like what am i attached to and thinking about just like what is making my heart so like filled with stuff that Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be filled with and how can i be pruning back and like allowing christ to like come into my heart and like prune it um so that when he arrives as baby jesus like he can have a place to stay you know Mm. you don't want him to walk into your house and it's dirty and there's so many like things in there and it's just you're like, like yeah, welcome to my slum <laughs> like yeah. hey oh didn't know you were coming okay um let me actually just... i did but i just didn't want to <laughs> right. clean anything <laughs> yeah let me just throw all this trash out hold on one second and then but yeah you want him to walk into your home not that he wouldn't come into your home otherwise right. but you want like he is the king of kings and the lord of lords you want him to Come into a house that's be comfortable. Be like, clean. here's a couch instead of being like, here, here is the floor. You can sit there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I like that though. That he's gonna come into your heart regardless. Cause I mean, like, he was born in like a manger. It's like a dirty place filled mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. animals. And animal stuff. spit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how much more imperfect are we? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. to receive him. 
regardless of how clean we made our house, it's probably still going to end up being a manger and like a, <laughs> just right. a straw yeah. hut. <laughs> like we can't like, look but, what I built. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you so proud of me? <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, that's just our imperfections, you know. Amen but that. I mean, we can still try our best to make it as presentable as possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you were, when you were saying that, it brought the image of like a kid again to my mind. That seems to be the a running theme throughout the podcast oh, yeah. season. It's just like us as a kid, and we're like, ah, look, look at what I built. It's like, and you're like so excited about it, and you're like, look how clean and cool it is. Mm. And he just looks at it, and he's like, <laughs> that is the worst built, <laughs> like, worst clean thing ever. But he like pats us on the back, and he's like, good job, buddy. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. I'm proud of you. Like, like the, um, like the, like the parent being shown, being shown like something like cool by their right. kid. And they're like, they're, they're yeah. like, look at my art. And, you, and the parents just like, good job. It's I, beautiful. I've it's beautiful. randomly seen stuff that I like drew for my mom when I was a kid when I go home. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. I cannot believe that I ever made that. Like, it looks atrocious. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. I love it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And yeah. You're like, we all know that's a lie. Like, that's cringy. But it's like those rose colored glasses, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Jesus always has rose colored glasses on for us because he loves us. Mm-hmm. You guys are familiar with that? Where it's like Yeah, you see everything. Everything the it's rose like light. Yeah, like all good. Mm-hmm. I mean he knows the bad things we do, but he loves us so much that mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Like I think it's I've like, mentioned well, before cool. when we were talking about confession, like one of those saints asked, What was my most recent mortal sin? And he was like, I don't know, because she or he, I can't remember which saint had just gone to confession and like mm. so like once you say them jesus he's like absolves I won't you hold and on. Forgets, why yeah. would i do that right if he doesn't hold on to them there's <coughs> i have no business holding on to them yeah so yeah you're like but 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 yeah. i remember it and he's like dude yeah. i don't remember it so yeah dude, but dude it's just, come on <laughs> just just don't be a jerk anymore mm. don't be a jerk be good don't be a jerk mm-hmm. it's been a while since he's seen that don't be a jerk <laughs> We're, well, we're making everything come full circle, right? Right. That's what I was thinking. I was, we were, like, kind of reflecting about the whole year. But, yeah, yeah, like, when you were talking about the kid thing, that is something that I like to think about a lot is mm-hmm. um, not feeling bad for having, like, a childlike love for Jesus. Yeah. Like, I am not afraid to tell him when he does something and I'm mad about it. Yeah, come up. <laughs> I'm like, jerk. I'm mad. And, like... Some people are like, that's not good, but it's not bad. Yeah. Like, he's my father. He's my brother. You know, like, I can say, like, actually, I'm kind of mad. But that doesn't mean, like, I'm giving up on this relationship. I'm just mad. Like, I can't, Mm. like, it didn't work out the way that I thought it would. Yeah. Right. But. I I think even even when we try to be, like, adults and everything like mm -hmm. that, like, in his eyes, we're we're acting like the kid who tries to be an adult. Right. And, like, is walking into the house with, like, a suit and everything like that, but it's just this little thing. That's what I was just, that was the image I had in my head. And then he's like, listen here, father. (laughs) (laughs) And and they start speaking all business-like, but in his eyes, he's just like, ah, you you cute little thing. Like, <laughs> right. Keep going, buddy. That's like when we try and tell God but eventually, our plans, you know? <laughs> uh, eventually it all falls away and we're we're still the, the, the children in here because even if we 
were to live here a hundred years, God's still been around for a, a little bit longer a than little us. Bit. <laughs> so he, he's kind of got more perspective and right. um, uh, grown-upness, right. if that's a word, to him where he can like see us as children and like see, see the way we're acting and everything like that. That's like why we trust our parents and like other adult figures so much when we turn to them for advice because mm-hmm. we know that they have our best interest at heart because they will our good. They love mm-hmm. us. Um, and so no one loves us more than God loves us. Mm-hmm. So when we are like, this is how it's going to work, okay? And then it doesn't work out that way. And then we're like, what the heck? Why didn't it work out that way? And he's like, well, I know what's best for you. And I know that that was not going to be it. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, okay, makes sense, makes sense. And then there you are, a kid again. And then you're like, oh, I trust God so much. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you're like, this is how it's going to work, okay? Yeah. And then it doesn't. And then you're like, what the heck? <laughs> but then you're just being a silly kid, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you're... a a snotty teenager, Tim. Yeah. So. Mel, what are your thoughts on snotty teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, well, I mean, Advent's a good time to work on if you're a snotty teenager to yeah. not be a snotty Clean up that nose. <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> uh, Do you have thoughts on other things? Not specifically snotty teenagers. <laughs> Uh, do you have thoughts on how God sees us in his eyes? How about that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I think I'll, I'll try. <laughs> um, okay. So. Crud. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Is that, not. You, you know. You come back to me. Yeah, we'll crud. circle back. We'll circle back. It's, so, yeah, I, I kind of had a thought on the preparation, as Maggie was mentioning earlier, um, which actually kind of ropes all the way back to the thorns from several podcasts ago. Oh. Um, Man, because, all the calls. Yeah, and, and it also, pruning, you know, mm-hmm. it all kind of ties together. So, basically, I see some ways in my life, you know, where, so I've, I've got a car and a car payment and um a motorcycle as well so like these material Mm -hmm. things and i've got payments for those and they add up to a certain amount and materially they do actually impact my ability to buy a house or something for example so Mm -hmm. that's just one way where um i can you know actually put on paper and see things in this life that um legitimately do limit at the very least my ability to um do certain things so if i felt like i was called to buy a house at this point in my life you know um then those things potentially could be holding me back in some way from doing that so it's like keeping god's will in mind um like what does he want me to do and if he wants me to do something where another aspect of my life is holding me back from that those things I really need to think about, like, all right, how do I prune that, you know, from my life? Um, I'm not necessarily saying that I do feel like I'm called to buy a house at this point in time. And I, you know, I'm just giving that as an example. Of, car. <laughs> right. But if it came down to it, then that's, that's how it is. Right. Um, and sometimes that can be hard to do. Um, Maggie was talking about comforts a little bit last night too. Um, we're not meant to be 
comfortable in life. What was it you're meant to we be? We are not made for comfort. We are made for greatness. Made for greatness. So, yeah, and it, and it really is as simple as that. It doesn't matter how big or small something is. It's either it is or it isn't, you know? Mm. If God is calling you in a certain direction, you know, and there's anything in your life that's, like, holding you back, you know? It's like a ball and chain, you know? Um, just release yourself from that somehow and like fly towards God, you know? Um, I mean, otherwise you're just sitting there either stagnant or just going in the wrong direction. Um, but that's in some way what we can do to consider how can we prepare for Christmas too? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> when you're, when you're talking about that, I, I just had this interesting thought. Um, you were, you were talking about how life is made for greatness, not for ease or something like something, something. We were made for comfort. No, we were not made we for were comfort. Not made we for were comfort. made for greatness. Um, the, and there was actually this, this, um, study about, and what they did is they got these little amoeba things and they gave them everything that they would ever need in regards to nutrients and everything like that. They made their life completely comfortable that they didn't even need to move or do anything. And then they could just like survive and it ended up all of them died in the end because they they weren't, there was no struggle. There's no, like, even, even though they were given like everything they, they could ever need and everything like that, it, they didn't have anything to work for. There was like nothing left. So they just died because they didn't, they didn't move or anything like that. And I, I feel like uh, when I heard that, I, I thought that was a great representation of life. Like life isn't about finding the most comfortable thing and laying on the couch and being just like, all right, I have everything. Life is about like struggling and working towards something or like trying to survive or like wanting, wanting to survive. Because like if we're just given everything and like everything is provided to us where we don't need to like struggle towards something greater or like try to survive or something like that it ends up we just die because we're like there's nothing left there's no purpose or anything mm -hmm. like that and i think that's why um so many like famous people and everything like that like rappers uh, this will happen to a, a lot of like musical mm -hmm. artists and stuff like that where they reach the pinnacle they they've be, they've had like platinum albums and all this they have they have money they have like everything that they could ever want and you would think that they would if according to our society in the world right. like that is the end goal mm -hmm. and once they reach that end goal they're like they're yeah. like the little amoeba with everything like provided to them and they just and they're like now what? they just wither and die mm -hmm. they, if not like on the outside on at least on the inside and they just and then they turn to like drugs and stuff like that where they try to you know numb that feeling of now what right like mm -hmm. what what's left for me I mean, because yeah, there's nothing <clears throat> left to struggle for it reminds me of like on TV shows and in movies where there's like the two characters, the one that had to work for everything for their entire life. And then the character where like everything comes easy mm -hmm. to them and they get to get, they get into like all the good colleges or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, 
of the classic movie trope where it's like the girl who has to work for everything mm -hmm. is like your life's so easy and then the other girl's like you have no idea it's not easy and it's like the same thing where even if we it appears that people have everything that comes easy to them and like everything's fine in their life mm -hmm. there's still something that probably isn't because no yeah, one's life is perfect struggle. yeah and it's also like even if everything came perfectly to them then they're missing the struggle they're missing yeah. like the that's like that's quintessential like in life yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. yeah i have to work for things yeah do i wish some things came easier yeah but then if everything came easier then it's like what's the point yeah. like i'm not even <laughs> why are you because like yeah not even nothing comes easy because even if everything came easy like i'm sure your relationship with Christ does not come easy. You have to work for that. Just like you have to work for every relationship in your life. Mm -hmm. Well, you think back, again, a couple podcasts ago, we were talking about the, you know, fighting the good fight and mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's not comfortable or easy things. Um, yeah, you, you, but can't, it's, you can't sharpen a sword with a sponge. Yeah, right. but it's necessary. <laughs> and kind of what Zach was saying about, you know, they might have everything they need, but they still die. Mm -hmm. That like just kind of clicked with me that it, they they may or may not actually die physically in this life, but if you're sitting there just stagnant and you have everything you need to physically survive in this life and all these things, all this money, whatever it is, um, but you're not having that struggle, you're not fighting that good fight, you're not like striving for heaven, then you die in like the truest sense of it that like, you know, if you're not going for heaven, like you don't want to die, like in your with your soul, like mm -hmm. you don't want to go to hell, you know. So, yeah. Um, plus, like I, th I think it's it's good that um, God made us so that we need Him and rely on Him because, as as humans, I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but we're pretty um, we're pretty forgetful and short sighted. Mm -hmm. So, um, at least for me, it'll be like. God will help me out. And I'll be like, oh, thanks, God. Wow, that's that's so awesome. And then, like, the next day you forget about it. And you're like, oh, well, well, why are you helping me out? When, like, literally the last, like, yesterday, he, he, he helped you through all of it and everything like that. And I just think it's, I think it's really good that um, we're, we need to be the vine connected to the, um, or the, the branch connected to the vine, mm -hmm. because if, if we weren't built like that and we weren't built to rely on him constantly and all that, and we just need to return every once in a while, we would definitely forget because we, we'd be like, we just turn to him when we needed something. Then we'd be like, Oh, peace out. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's often how, it goes in people's lives like we don't we don't mean it but like it's just part of like our anatomy because like we live in a temporal world and we're th there's a lot of things like distracting us and pulling us away and we got worries in this world that we need to worry about because we we're the last I mean, sheep yeah mm -hmm. I mean it's necessary to like I don't know focus on this world too because we're in it and if we never focus right. on this world at all we kind of be dead right that's like we we would talk about that a lot in college with our campus ministry of when people start to get really on fire for the faith they're like oh well i want to spend all of my time 
with Jesus, which mm-hmm. like doesn't seem like that would be a bad thing. Yeah. And it's not like you should want to be with Jesus, but you also, Jesus has given you this unique gift that your primary vocation right now is a student. So yeah. that means that you should be, you're, you should be, yes, giving your time to Christ, but you also need to be giving your time to your studies mm-hmm. and to like everything that is required of you as yeah. a student. And so if you're failing in that, then you're failing in your vocation. Um, and so, yes, it's a little V vocation, but it's still where yeah, you are in life yeah. right now. And so, yeah, like it's not practical for me to spend 15 hours in in adoration mm-hmm. when I have a paper due. Yeah. Um, and it's not practical for me to be doing all these things when I have a test tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, I should be giving God his due, but I also, yeah, he gave me... He gave me life so that I could live life so that mm-hmm. I can bring others to him. Um, and so, yeah, there's, we he, can't just like, shirk our responsibilities. Yeah. Oh, I just had, um, like going back to that thought where if you want to, um, if you want to hear God laugh, make plans or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a funny thing. Cause like, I've definitely seen that in my life. Cause like from when I was little, I was like, okay, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to WVU tech and it's going to be great. And I'm gonna He's like, ah, apply to a bunch of colleges and play college and or play lacrosse in college, and it's gonna be great. I'll be like, I know you can do this for me, God. You got it. Take me through this. And then, and then <laughs> I'm at Shepherd University <laughs> studying medicine, <coughs> like, but I wouldn't want it any other way, you know, You're because it's me. so cool. I'm stuck with my brother and a bunch yeah. of people I absolutely <laughs> love and. It, God just knew. He was like, sure, man, <laughs> like, go for it. But that's okay, not what's going to happen. Here's what's going down. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> and you just got to you got to go with it, you know. And I, I, th- I think going back to what um, Maggie was saying about like the little view vocation, like God gave us those responsibilities and everything like that. So it's when people when people fall into that trap of thinking like, oh, I'm going to give like all my time to God, they don't realize that in reality they're not because um, giving time to God isn't like just spending time in adoration and all that. It's like through things you're, you're giving your time to God, like through your studies, through focusing on all that, where God put you in this situation to thrive and stuff like that. And if you're not doing that and, being distracted and putting all your time in adoration and all that instead of like following these little vocations and these little um things that he put in your life to do um you're moving away from what he intends right in a way i mean that reminds me of um the saint isaac job um how he he literally, I know, I, I bring him up all the time now. Um, but man, yeah, that, that homily really affected me. It really you. did. That was man, one of the really, best homilies. It was so good. Yeah. Was, so in, really in short, he was tortured <coughs> when he was um, sharing the faith. Mm-hmm. He escaped, went home, and at the seminary, there were all these seminarians studying all day long. And that's like what they were doing. And he told them he's like what are you doing you know like get the out people there. are out there not yeah the book. It, you, it's like it's good to study um and so similarly I, I, it made me think of like wanting to spend all your time with jesus right 
So like in a way, that's kind of maybe what they were doing is they were studying the faith. They were spending all their time with Jesus, but they were in these walls, you know, they weren't mm-hmm. going out um, as much as they, same as a joke, he was like, dude, you got to get out there. You got to share the faith. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's good that you know it, but share it with people, you know, spread it around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, we should do that too. It's, it's finding that balance, you know, you got to have, you know, the time with Jesus, you got to pray often, but, um, like, like they were saying too. Yeah. It's like, we're put in these situations in our lives to share the faith, to actually go out into the world and use our gifts as God intends us to do. You know, mm-hmm. knowledge kept yourself as dead. Right. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like an image. I remember, I think talking about several podcasts ago mm-hmm. with adoration where it's like Jesus in the monstrance and then you, and then like people behind you. Do you mm-hmm. guys remember when I, I think, I think I said that, mm-hmm. but it was like when you're with like in front of Jesus in the monstrance, then you like, like the people behind you can see like the glow from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's you pouring Jesus from yourself, like out mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's important to spend time in front of Jesus. Like that's yeah. not what all of us are saying. Right yeah, now. Like we have saying, to still, we're not saying don't do that. Right. Just, you still have to. Cause otherwise yeah. like, your it'll just be your light and not christ's light yeah. in you that you're pouring out to other people so you still need to like spend time with jesus in prayer and mm-hmm. go to mass and yeah like rely on him yeah just like we've been saying things, like yeah. we can't we can't rely on ourselves because a branch cannot rely on a branch a branch yeah. has to rely on the vine um so yeah we, we still need to rely on him but then yeah if we spent all of our time in adoration then it's just like we're getting filled and we're never turning around and pouring it out to the other mm-hmm. people, you know? We're like one of those those little piggies just pumping up, but, like, not doing anything with all that pump, you know? Um, <laughs> so, Melanie... <laughs> so, so, so... So, Melanie, you're, you're like in, really unpack this uh, plump pig yeah. thing for me. Please. What do you think about plump pigs, <laughs> <Right>. Melanie? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like we Give throw you thoughts. off so hard with those comments. Yeah, I feel bad because every time you're like, um, but just say anything. Say then. anything. Yeah. Okay. Like the game. Something, something Peter mentioned was um about how he has like um car payments and stuff and. Trying to and trying to figure out like it's God calling you to like let go of certain things to pursue other things. Um, I feel like that for me. I mean, I personally don't have like any sort of car payment because I don't drive yet. Still, um, but I feel like uh, even though like I might not have things like that that are payments and they're blatantly obvious that like that those are things that you need to pay for i still feel like that everyone has something that's like different and maybe less obvious um to kind of keep them um working towards having a better relationship with christ and the whole thing about suffering like i mean of course we already know that like suffering brings you closer to christ Mm. but it's like sometimes you wonder like, how can I, um, even if my life doesn't feel like I'm necessarily suffering, but more mm-hmm. just, like, working? Because right now, like, my life isn't super difficult during this time of my life, which I'm really thankful for. I mean, of course, I have school and 
things, but my life, you know, like, like it's manageable right now, mm. um, mostly. And so I'm kind of looking and thinking, like, what are the things that I can do to, like, offer them for God? And even if it's not, like, directly, like, a terrible suffering, like, mm-hmm. the little things, I feel like I can still turn them into something good. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, turning our minds to Christ is important. So, like, living, you can offer literally anything yeah. to Jesus. Like, oh i'm clean i'm cleaning the dishes like yeah that's not a suffering to like i don't know really because i don't know it's like something unpleasant sometimes it's like oh i don't really want to do these but if like oh i'm gonna offer doing these dishes for my friend who just broke their arm you know Mm -hmm. it's like to alleviate some of their suffering help them break their other one (laughs) (laughs) um Mm, okay or like i'm going to mop for the souls in purgatory right now (laughs) you know right like some people enjoy that stuff but like some people really don't like it at all and so if it's you know if you don't like doing chores or something like yeah you can totally offer offer that up um and and just pray for someone by doing that thing that you know you you otherwise might not want to do um but also kind of speaking back to um, what Melanie was talking about, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not like a car payment or something like that, it could be, you know, like people say time is money, but like time is precious, you know, yeah. it's a gift in every moment from God. So that's an even more important, I think in some ways thing to keep in mind. So, um, thinking about, uh, blessed Carlo Acutis, who was also mentioned recently at mass. Um, he was a young boy that um on his own he he liked playing video games and stuff but on his own he limited himself to one hour of video games a week um which is insane and yeah that's really (laughs) impressive i mean and and it's huge um when you can do something like that Mm -hmm. um free up time for what is better um Margaret's brother jumped in the podcast. Yeah. Hey, well. Hey. It's a classic Moran trope. Hey, what? (laughs) Classic Moran trope. Let's call Maggie while she's recording the podcast Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. absolutely lose all the podcast (laughs) material. Yeah. So back to Just kidding. I love you guys. Back to Peter's um, slightly lost train of thought, but um, the point is kind of just that we should be aware of how much time we're spending on various things. You know, anything mm-hmm. in excess is not necessarily a good thing. And we want to keep that in mind um, and spend our time uh, wisely, you know, um, try and limit things, especially if they're not leading us to heaven, you know, like video games, you know, how much does that really lead us to heaven mm-hmm. is kind of a question. And maybe it does, maybe it's your way of reaching out to friends and sharing the faith through gaming somehow. Like, I don't know, get, you can kind of get creative, but, Mm-hmm. Um, even still, you know, we gotta, we gotta break things up and, and balance it out. Um, so, which kind of reminds me a little bit of another note from last night, which I didn't mention, but it was one of the questions that Maggie had asked. Um, and it was kind of just a reflection, like what point in time in the last semester did we feel furthest from God? And for me, um, Specifically, I remembered um, times where I maybe broke my morning prayer routine, you know, 
or mm -hmm. it just didn't do it at the same time or whatever it was. And um, basically I've just got this set time in the morning, first thing, and I pray and go through all that whole process. And um, that starts my day off great. But if I don't do that, um, if I'm not consistent with that, then those days are the ones where it's like, you know, what am I doing? You know, I'm all thrown off. Um, so, yeah. Life know. is about balance, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I I have some closing thoughts. Mm -hmm. We can wrap it up. Um, well, like, when you mentioned time, it reminded me of the time podcast we did. The mm -hmm. one all about mm -hmm. time. Um, and just that that quote that I used to be really obsessed with that was like to love the oh Jesus I have but today mm -hmm. um and I honestly just lost my train of thoughts so <laughs> that's really good what were you but just only, talking about uh, rock bottom oh yes okay um so right I remember now um yeah so like when you're not close to Christ then you have this issue of like everything starts spilling over you know like you're not offering it to Christ so then your cup is completely full of like all this gunk and you don't want it and then it starts spilling over into every other area of your life it's like oh i'm not praying it's like why am i so impatient with other people why have i been more prone to anger like why am i like so sad like all of these things start happening and then you're like oh well it's because i'm like not talking to jesus at all about any of these things and so when you're yeah thrown out of your routine when you're not communicating with christ then these things start to spill over and then you become a much more unpleasant person to be around. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking from experience for myself. Mm -hmm. Like I know that I'm not super pleasant when I'm not with Christ. Cause if you're not, it's the same image of like the monstrance. If like I'm not being filled with Jesus, then I'm being filled with other things. And then those are the things that I'm pouring out to other people. But if I'm filling myself with Christ, then that's what I'm pouring out to other people. And if we only have today, we should spend today loving Jesus mm -hmm. so that we can love other people like Jesus loves us. Hmm. Beautiful. I think that is a beautiful wrap up to this season of mm -hmm. Catholic Coffee in the Morning. I agree. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Can can we leave them with a challenge? Yeah. Oh, because we're we're last episode of the semester. So and um, it's Advent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, this also is right from the passage from last night, um, and it was just something I was thinking about. So from 16 says, uh, it was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, will he may give you. Um, so I just, you know, it wasn't you who chose me, but I who chose you that kind of stuck out to me last night. Um, and this whole passage in a way to me felt like, Jesus showing us like how we can be like him for others um, and sharing the faith. And so it, that one in particular kind of made me think again of uh, blessed Carlo Acutis a little bit because he went out into his neighborhood being a kid, he couldn't drive himself, um, take himself to mass. So he would go and find someone in the neighborhood and he would ask them if they could take him to mass. And so he brought them in that way to, Christ. So um, that what that kind of came to mind a little bit in that maybe each of us, um, since we won't be, you know, meeting up with the group, um, and then any of the listeners of the podcast, maybe there's someone in our lives, whether it's family or friends or someone in the neighborhood, someone at work, you know, wherever we're at in our lives, maybe there's someone that comes to mind 
who um, we might be able to invite to Mass at some point uh, during Advent and leading up to Christmas. So maybe just think of that and see see where it goes. See yeah. if we can make it happen. The power of invitation. Don't be a jerk. That's the way that <laughs> Jesus worked in his ministry was invitation. So you can you can only go so far and then God has to cover the rest. Mm-hmm. So invite and then let mm-hmm. Jesus work in their hearts. Yeah. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in to our final episode of Catholic Coffee in the Morning. Season one. Season one. <laughs> all right. And remember, wait. <laughs> and remember, wait. Yeah, yeah. This has been an excellent, excellent semester of podcasting. Mm. Please know that we are praying for you. We will continue week. praying for you over break. Hopefully, in the spring, we will have um, season two. Maybe. See, well, we'll definitely have season yeah, two. Definitely, definitely season but two. But I think we're trying to get some sponsorships so mm-hmm. if you're a coffee company and you want to sponsor us just know that we will drink your coffee mm-hmm. and tell everybody else to drink it <laughs> yeah. um yes know that we're praying for you and have a wonderful christmas yeah. happy advent you do that happy <laughs> liturgical new year mm-hmm. and, and remember <laughs> drink coffee be catholic bye bye Oh, the day, 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 the day,